And it's September 1st. Okay. Josie. It's September. It's autumn. It's September. We did it. I am Josie. And I am Katie. And we are something spookish. We are spookish. And and that's that's what we are. We are we are the spookish sisters. You're like, right. This is this is true. Yes, we are spookish, and this is something spookish. It's a good start. And I believe you have something else I to have tell some, me. I have another thing to tell you that is gonna make you freaking flip. Oh my god, I want it. I'm excited. Okay. I ha- also had an Uber ride earlier in the week because my car is broken. <laughs> oh yeah, the car. But. I got picked up in a Tesla, you see. Not because I didn't pay for the fucking Tesla because I'm not that type. (laughs) I don't give a shit. Give me the shit. I don't give a shit. Just get me home. Um, Yeah. But I got, I was like, so I got picked up in a Tesla. I was like, how did I get a Tesla? And they were like, "Eh, I don't know. Apparently this one isn't luxury. And I was like, okay, sweet. Oh. I'll take a Tesla. And so I was talking to this guy and I was like, hey, (laughs) naturally. I have a spooky podcast about ghosts and shit. What's naturally. Ha- naturally. Has anything spooky happened to you? Do you have any ghost experiences? Anything? He was like, you know what? Not really. Um, but have you heard what Teslas can do? And I was like, no. Do tell. Do tell. Say more. Say more. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, in a Tesla, if you're driving or if you're driving through the city, the Tesla has that giant screen and it will pick up uh, other cars. So it, like, maps out the cars that are next to you in car form. And it will also map out pedestrians and, like, objects around you oh through, on the screen that you can see. Um, oh, my God. And so, and as we were doing it, like, someone had walked across the crosswalk and the Tesla, like, picked up this, like, figure that was just walking. So it's not, it's like a computerized, it looks like a sim. But, like, the person is real out there, but the sim is, like, in the video they're just walking across and then they, they disappear when they're fine so you can take teslas to graveyards apparently <gasps> and there are videos of teslas driving through graveyards picking up um, pedestrians that are not there <gasps> and just what? disappearing and appearing and just like randomly appearing as they go through and disappearing. They even caught like a dog on one of them and like reappearing and disappearing. Fuck me no. up. Yeah. Josie, I didn't know about this. Now we need a Tesla. It is either supernatural or those program, computer, like software engineer, whatever, whoever does that shit, did one hell of a job pre thinking the tesla's algorithm out if they were like you know what anytime they're in a graveyard just make shit pop up it is either supernatural or it is an an amazing amazing feat in programming technology forethought for anyone who likes ghosts genius oh my god i love that i love it whichever one it it, is i'm I'm actually kind of happy about it either way i don't care which one it is (laughs) if it's ghosts if it's someone who's just smart as hell Give it to me. I'm so happy. Please. Oh, my God. Dude, give whoever it is a raise. Like, that give is some raise. insane. So you can look at the videos there. That 
it's a thing. That will definitely be something to post on the gram. And then, God, we're hitting hard. But one more exciting thing for our, our lovely listeners. We have some very exciting things coming up this October. So I'm going to build some hype. And the hype is we may or may not be staying in a haunted hotel room. Oh, oh, I knew. Oh, I knew about this one. Oh, oh, do you? Oh, don't do you now? (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm in on this one. Yeah, I am. Just stay tuned. Well, shall we? Joseph, Um, (laughs) please. I have been you because I mean, you kind of been hyping me up on this episode, too. You've been telling me that what you have for me is freaky. It is freaky. Scared the fucking like shit it. out of me. Oh, good. I was very concerned. Oh, God. I was like, okay. Mm, this shouldn't happen. This shouldn't be a thing. But it apparently it's a thing. So I, I've got a lot of questions. And I, I, um, I'm here to talk about it. Really? That's well, why we're, that's why we have the podcast is to like, you know, if you're, if you're a lover of anything scary, spooky, ghost, that's why you're freaking here. Duh. Then you're like, hmm, really? Why? How? Who? What? what when? Where? What are you talking? What? I need to you know wanna, what you're you wanna, talking you about. You want anything. Don't you like just watch like anything paranormal and sometimes you're like, really? And like, why? And how? Uh, yeah, but I think I've been so immersed in it for so long that I, I, I've integrated it into my accepted things that happen but you still talk about it with me and you're still like let me let me debrief this with you because i have to make sense and that i believe is like what we adore and this the story i'm about to tell you which definitely had me more in that realm of like let's just freaking see what anyone else has to say and this is this is a doozy so get your straps okay get your straps and strap in done okay I have for you today, I'm going to tell you a story about an entity called the Mimic. Oh, I already don't like it. And can I tell you? Yeah. I, I already don't like it. Oh. It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But I'm also like really excited because it's, uh, I'm, oh my God, I'm already freaking out. Well, so okay. exactly, exactly. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's bad. It's good. We're here to be scared. So that's what we're going to do. So I, I got all of my information from firsthand accounts from the people who actually went through this. But this is actually an episode on Netflix through a, a series called The Haunted. And, you know, there's no way to really back up these claims. But these are all firsthand accounts of the same people in the same house experiencing similar things. So we start, are the main person in our story, her name is Rebecca, we'll call her Becca, and throughout the whole story, she, you know, she describes herself as very quiet, kind of nerdy, very shy. She seemed really, really sweet. When she was 13 years old, she got sick regularly, and then when she was 16 years old, she was diagnosed with POTS. And do you know what that is? No, I don't. Okay. When you're sitting down and you stand up, your heart rate doesn't know how to regulate itself, so you end up passing out. Oh. And or, like, fainting um, really quick for a very short amount of time. Um, So you have to be really careful about your heart rate. When she was 16, she was given a heart monitor, and she had to wear this all the time. And it would beep if her heart rate got too high or too low. So it would warn her if she had to kind of chill out. And like catch her breath and just 
sit before she kept on going. So she had to be very in control. Wow. That's a lot of pressure. That is, but it is manageable. Like it's, uh, speaking of TikTok, there you see a lot of people who have pot syndrome on TikTok who are just like, welcome to a day in my life. And they're just like, it's fine. But like, if I get up too fucking fast, then I faint. Like, fuck me. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, that's crazy. It is. Like some people have very good humor to it, but it's definitely a difficult thing to live with. Like you have to be very mindful of it. I feel like I would have such a hard time. I feel like I would like crawl around my house to avoid it. You know, you wouldn't even get up. You'd just be crawling. I'd just be crawling. I like, <laughs> like it. not today. Not today. Not in my house. That probably wouldn't even work. But I would try it. Uh, your upper body strength would be on point, but not much else. After high school, she went to community college, and she lived at home at the same time. She had, like, a really hard time kind of, like, meeting friends. She didn't have a whole, like, a group at the time. So when she was at a bar one night, she saw a few people at a table. And she thought that they seemed really fun and, like, really nice. So she went over. In her words, she was like, please adopt me into your friend group. Kind of like a, like a little puppy. And they, they totally oh, did. Becca. Yeah. Oh. It's very cute. So, like, they all became really good friends. And she also met this guy named Jared. And they eventually started dating. What? Oh, good on her. That was very brave. I don't think I'm that brave. Uh, With enough liquid courage, you'll do anything. You know what? Actually, this is correct. This is correct. If you need friends, drink a beer. Don't. Drink a few. But good for you, Becca. So life is good. You know, a few months go by and all of the friends, they decide to get a house together. Uh, So they wanted to rent a house together. So they needed a bigger house. And this is, um, if I didn't say it before, they live in uh, Cleveland. Oh, of the Ohio. Yes. Very good. Okay. When they all decided to rent a house, they landed on a early 1900s historic house. It was really big, too. If you can kind of imagine, like, Victorian old mansion-style house. I mean, that sounds lovely. Yes. The thing is... It had not recently been lived in. I don't know how many years, but it had been vacant for a while. Uh, okay. And it was just up for rent again? Ooh. Yeah. yeah that's mm, already nay. Mm-mm. Nay. Okay, but that's, that's number one. Uh, so they decided, uh, you know, they were like, okay, this is this will do. This is going to fit everybody. Cheap, I'm sure. I don't know, but I'm assuming you've got a lot of roommates. So they all move yeah. into the house. I believe there's like four of them. Maybe three. I think there was three to start. They're fixing up the house, and the house needs to be repainted. And one night, Becca is repainting her room, and on the ceiling, there is kind of a dark spot in the ceiling. It's rather wide, like a dark water spot-ish kind of looking thing. And so she's, like, painting over it, and she kind of—she doesn't do the best job because it it is dark, so she just kind of does, like, a light layer over it. And then all of a sudden— her heart monitor starts going off. Oh my god, stop. So she oh stops. My god. I, right. <laughs> I like I already the moment you said the word ceiling, I was not okay. We do not like the ceilings. No, thank you. Dark spots on the ceiling. Yeah, that doesn't need to be there. That really should not be there. Because of her her heart monitor is going off. She steps off the ladder so she can kind of rest. And while she's sitting, she hears, "Hey Becca." And she responds saying, what's up, Z? 
and Z is one of her roommates. And then again, hey, Becca. Rebecca replies. She's like, hey, I'm up here. And again, hey, Becca, come down here. So the voice is like coming from downstairs? Yes. Okay. You know, it sounds like her roommate. It sounds exactly like her roommate. So she's like, all right. Uh, well, I'll come down see what's up. But she can't find anyone. So she's looking around, and she hears the basement door open behind her. No! And then she kind of starts freaking out a little bit. Then her roommate walks in through the front door. The same <gasps> roommate, Z. She walks in through the front door. So who had been calling for her? That is an excellent question, my dear. A very, okay, a very right. good spot for your brain to be in. Something in the basement! Yeah, no thank you. Uh, uh, but, like, uh. naturally, Becca's like, hey, did you, was that, were you here just a second ago? And Z was like, no, I was not here. So Becca kind of, like, tells her a little bit. She's like, Hannah, I swear to God, I, I heard you. And Z is like, well, you know, I, you, know, you were just painting the paint fumes. You're alone. It's been a long day. You're tired. I'm like, okay. Um, if If you are hearing voices after painting, you are uh, probably in trouble at this point. That's a safety tip. Yes, don't inhale too many paint fumes to the point of hearing voices. Most likely, you probably won't hear voices if you inhale paint fumes. I've never heard of this being a thing. I haven't. I haven't, Josie. So if it wasn't the paint fumes and it wasn't Z, then what the fuck was it? We digress. Josie. <laughs> Josie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was very scary. That was good. <laughs> all right. So over the next few weeks, Becca would hear all three of her roommates calling out to her throughout the night. Very spontaneous, almost. Like, it wasn't consistent, but it was it was very random. But it was noticeable. The voices kept telling her to come down here. Because remember, she lived upstairs. They were telling her to come downstairs. Oh, oh my God. Is it, do they mean to the basement? Does it mean, oh my God, Josie. Sorry, sorry. Possibly. It could, it could, it could mean to the basement. Ah, maybe. Uh, She would hear them at night and she would definitely lose sleep over this. Her heart monitor ended up going off kind of regularly at night just because like, honestly, I would be freaked. Yeah. I think deep down, you know. But you just don't want to like you're 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 not going to feed into that side of your of your brain, even if it is like a reality or not real. You just you cannot feed into that side of your brain, so you're just like it's not real. But that the amount of anxiety that creates. Well, yeah, because you can't fool yourself, especially if like she had already had a few instances of like going downstairs and finding that there was no one down there, or and she had never been in the basement yet. But she went downstairs uh, onto the main floor because her room is upstairs. Well, see, and if it's in the middle of the night, that's as far as I'm willing to go. And, uh, yeah, if I keep hearing someone calling my name, yeah, my, my, my heart's going to probably freak out a little bit. I would agree. Also, I love um, the middle floor. The middle floor is as, as, as low as I go at midnight. Nope. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's... Nope. No farther. No farther shall we go. Shall we go venturing into the depths? Absolutely not. No. no. Ma- sea, sea level, main floor. That's as low as you get. Safety. Safety. Well, and speaking of the basement, there were big stairs 
It's really kind of like a, it was a grand staircase up to the main floor. And right before the staircase, there was like this really pretty grate um, in the floor. And it led into the basement. So there were holes in it, you know, like those olden time, kind of like you have like curly cues in the grate and it's all pretty, but it's like in in the wall or no, no, it's on the floor. It's in the floor. Right it's in front the of the grand staircase of the entrance of the house, and oh. it and it leads down and, and it you know it has direct into the basement. So I'm pretty sure they were also hearing she, Becca was hearing voices from this grate as well. <gasps> oh, so it definitely could have been coming from the basement. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Oh, I don't. I oh, absolutely not. Why? Why are none of the other roommates getting called down? Is it only Becca? I think it is mostly targeting her, but you'll see. So she obviously feels like the basement is uh, bad, not good. As Amy Allen would put it, this is bad. Oh, that was a good impression. (laughs) Was that good? Thank you. That was good. That was very good. Well done. Thank you. Amy Allen, our girl. All right, hold on. One sip of beer. One, make it two. <laughs> God bless you. Wow, what portal did you come out of, you beautiful thing? God, oh, the best, the best of portals. That Jessie. was amazing. Thank you. You are, you. I'm here for you. Take you know. Two. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna make need it two. You're gonna need two for this one. All right. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> okay. One night, Jared, Becca's boyfriend is staying over, um, and they're sleeping together, obviously. And as they laid in bed, she sees that the brown spot on her ceiling is kind of a little bit more apparent than it was after she painted over it. Mm -mm. And here's, I will play devil's advocate. This could be an exaggeration from the documentary. Maybe she never painted over it and it was always there. Maybe it was a water spot that kept getting water on it. Yeah, exactly. So, with that okay. being said, she, she's looking at it. And they are kind of, you know, they're making out. They're having a good time. But she, she kind of stares up at this water spot, but then she, she just goes back into, into being with her guy. And they end up falling asleep. That night, Jared hears someone. Jared. Are you home? <gasps> mm-hmm. Hey, Jared, come down. And Jared kind of wakes up, and he's like, yeah, we're here. He kind of comes to, and he, he wants to check it out. So he goes downstairs to see that the basement door is open. Oh, my God. He walks over to the basement. He steps down onto the first step of the basement stairs. Oh, no. Oh, Jared, no, no. No, Jared, no, 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 Jared. Jared. This is not what you do. Slow your roll. But that is kind of what you do because you're the man. You got to do it because I'm not going to do it. Thank you. But <laughs> Jared's brave. Like, I will give him that. I'd yeah. be like, that could wait for the morning. <laughs> I will see who it is in the a.m. No one in the basement needs me at this hour. I can guarantee you that. Good God. What a good. Someone's being logical. I swear to God. Oh, yeah. That's oh, you yeah. over there. Over here, I got you. We leave a pen and we leave a sticky note. If it's that important, you'll write it down. You'll write it down. 
Agreed. Agreed. So maybe we leave out Jersey. Maybe we leave out a pen and a stick, you know, where we're staying. Whoa, girl. Whoa. Wait, do you know when I, I, you know how I texted you that I said the Estes method? Uh, yeah, I was like, what is this? My girl, I, it was oh, a I told my, I told my, one of my work friends, I was like, this is what I'm doing. Cause she loves, she listens to the pod. She's super cute. Her sister and her listen to the pod. They love spooky <gasps> Shout stuff. Shout out. Shout out. Hi, Ira. I love you. Hi, Ira's sister. You're awesome. Um, I love you guys too. We've never met. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, she was like, you got to do the Estes method at that hotel. And we Jersey, can do it. You've method. seen it. You know what it is. I don't know if you're going to want to do it. Yeah, you do. Oh, my God. What is it? What the fuck okay. is it? If it involves a blindfold, the answer is no. Okay, here's what Here's what I'm willing to say. Mm-hmm. I will be blindfolded. And oh, I my God. It does involve. In. No, no, no. Isn't that like the. Uh, you uh, ask the, the questions. It's the It's the sensory deprivation where you ask oh questions and I just tell you what comes through. And she was like, right, you have girl. to do it. And I was like, maybe. <laughs> are you are you serious? I'm in a chair. I am no senses. <gasps> you ask questions. And then I'll tell you what I hear and you write it down. Okay. All right. Oh my God. All right. Or That's maybe we be... just or maybe we just don't. And maybe we just enjoy our stay. <laughs> You know what, Josie? I think we're going to have to see where the night takes us. We're going to have to see where the night takes us. It's either that or we're just playing, like, the game I used to play when I was 10 years old. Or we're not doing we, anything because I'm still a bitch and I'm still scared. Well, or, or, we, or, we, or, we do, or we do the games and we do the things and then we, like, run away in fear because we can. Dude, my house, if we get scared, we can just come back to my apartment. Trust me, I've been banking on that. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love that. That is really the, that's the only reason I'm willing to go in the first place. You are so fun. I can't believe you booked it for the same night. Okay, we got to move on, but fucking. We got to. God, I love you. That's hilarious. Okay, Tell we'll me talk, more. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk more. Tell me okay. more. Okay, okay. So he steps onto the first step of the basement and the door fucking slams behind him. And it locks him in. Uh, in the basement? In the, uh, so now granted, like there's stairs and then there's the basement. But he's all the way at the top of the stairs. First step, door slams. He's locked in. He turns around, starts banging the door, trying to get lit out. In the meantime, there is frantic hissing and whispering from the basement up through the staircase. Did you say frantic hissing? Frantic hissing. Absolutely fucking not. I refuse. What the fuck? Oh, why is this thing setting traps? Like, oh, oh, the second, it's like, it was like a bear trap. As soon as he enters the basement, it slams the door and locks him in and starts hissing at him. Yeah, because oh, no. it's like, don't you want me to go further? But no. Right. No. I know. It's not a really, yeah, you know what? That's true. That's not a very good trap. It's not Maybe a good trap. Maybe just wanted to hiss at him. But nonetheless, was it a trap? Because it did get him. And it locked him. It did. And that is not Okay. A win, a win is a win. A win is a win. <laughs> Spirit or human doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Ghosty won. <laughs> I I have to keep scores in our stories, Josie. Like, score they 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 come up. No, I think that's a clever thing to do. Like, who's more powerful, the ghost or the humans? Let's find out over the a thousand episodes we hopefully do in our lifetime. Oh, you know what? I don't. I feel like it won't bode well. I feel like humans. You think are gonna... ghosts are gonna win? 
I think, well, I think ghosts, I think ghosties are tricksy. They are. Yeah. Doesn't Becca get some points, though, because she never went in the basement? No, she was clever. She was like, mm, I'm going back to bed. And yeah, fuck so this. you know what? Yeah. She probably has a lot of points. Do yeah. I need to check it's, it out? No. <laughs> I really don't. I really, I really, really don't. But Jared did. And he did. He's banging on the door. Finally, he ju- it just opens. He gets out. Like every other ghost thing that you see, it just magically is okay. Oh, right. After a yeah, terrifying okay. amount of time. So he ends up telling Becca what happened, and she feels validated that something was actually wrong with the basement. Something was bad in the basement. And how nice to have, like, a guy that's like, holy crap, this is what I saw. Something's not right. What's happening? That's a good point. Like, yeah, he is one of the first partners to be like, this is freaky. It's not normal. Something weird is happening. I don't know what it is, but it happened. Okay, Jared. Obviously, Becca stayed far away from the basement after that. Unfortunately, she found out that they were going to get another roommate, but there wasn't another room in the house. This roommate would end up moving into the basement. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is she going to say something? Like, how about not? Okay, so here's here's the scope on that. So she's fairly new to this friend group. So she wanted to let this guy know. His name is Brendan. She wanted to let Brendan know, but she was also like, no one else was saying anything. So she was like, I don't want to be like the crazy girl in the group. Like, I'm I'm new to the friend group. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be the crazy one pointing stuff out. That, you know, it's hard to say. And so... Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. Sucks. it sucks. Please does. tell me. It does. Yeah, let me know. I don't care. See something, say something. See something, say something. That's one of our... I think one of our core uh, rules that we've learned here. You're on your own, Brandon. Well, Brandon moves in. He does. And one night, he's in the basement in his room, and he's playing music. When he hears a knock on the basement door, and Becca's calling, Brendan, can I come in? And then the door opens, and this is from outside of the basement door. He hears this. And mm. then the door opens, and then it shuts, and then there's steps down the stairs. And it uh, is Becca. It is? It, it is? is? It is Becca. And he sees okay. Becca, but she's in a nightgown, and she's, like, really done up. She, honestly, oh. she looks hella hot. She looks hot. And he's like, okay. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> All right. of exciting. All right. What's happening? Welcome. And, <laughs> and she says, well, I thought you might be a little lonely. <gasps> Becca, stop. You I know. Have a boyfriend. What are you doing? Jared. And then she says, Do you like my dress? And she says, Why don't you come dance with me? She's very seductive. Right? Becca. And then, in a very seductive manner, she starts slowly dancing and she's like swaying back and forth, you know, that sexy dance. And then she starts removing her own dress. Oh, she's wow. Being, she's being seductive. And then this whole time, Brendan is on his bed, and he's just, like, goggly. He's googly eyes. He's freaking. he's not quite sure what's happening because he knows that she's got a boyfriend. He's very confused, but all at the same time, whoa, hot girl, whoa. 
He's yeah. He's like, well, I'll, I'll just be here then. I'll be yeah. here. Like, what the fuck is happening? But he's also he's like he's stoked. He's super stoked. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Right. He, so Becca, she beckons him over with her finger. Becca beckons him over. Mm-hmm. You can just picture that. She's like, mm-hmm, come here. So she beckons him over, and then they start making out. And as they're making out and kind of dancing together, all of a sudden Becca kind of bites him, and it gets harder. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Did she kind of she bites, bites him? She, she bites his lip playfully. All you right. Ever, I've bitten lips playfully. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I've okay. been there. But, it's okay this so far. All right. But then, but then she starts biting harder. Um, and then she kind of freezes. And as Brendan pulls back, he sees her skin, and it has started to kind of decay and dissolve away. And then at the same time her skin is kind of dissolving, it's coming with this very crackling sound. Um, so do we think that this is a human? I'm going to venture No. Okay, so let me tell you what keeps happening here. Oh he's, my god, what is happening? Just like you, he starts freaking the fuck out. <laughs> and he runs to the opposite side of the room as this thing just fades and dissolves, melts away into nothing. He's like, he's just, he's screaming. And this thing is just like Good. dissolving away. And he, and he just books it out of the house. He's out of there. Out of there. Oh my god, yeah, that's probably the most fucking horrifying. It bit him. It bit him. Josie, it bit him. It just like dissolved into this nasty, gross, melty thing. And you could just tell it was like this nasty thing, but like it just dissolved and like disappeared away. So now there's nothing in the basement. So now there's nothing in the basement. And he runs oh. out. <laughs> he runs out. But he later recounts that the sensation of him touching her and dancing with her and kissing her was tangible. He was like, it was like I was touching her. Like I felt like I was actually like with this human. I'm really deeply disturbed by what you just told me. Isn't that fucked up? I. It's tangible. Oh. What thing is tangible? No. Like, what is this? What, what, what is, is this? this? I, I'll give you my theory at the end. I, I would like your theory because, like, remember the doppelgangers from Stardust Ranch? I'm like, because it's like that, but it's also not that. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Well, please, please, by all means, please continue. By all means, take the stage. Okay. <laughs> so, again, Brendan is horrified because he knows... What just happened? But at the same time, he has so many questions. He, first of all, is thinking, am I okay? Is she okay? Is Becca okay? Oh, like, the real just, Becca? Yeah, because he's like, I just saw the, I saw Becca disintegrate into thin air. Like, wh- wait a minute, what? Is she okay? Which I thought was really sweet. That's really sweet because I will tell you the answer to if you, sir, are okay is no. You are, you're not okay. You were bit by a fucking decaying entity. 
Ew. Ah, decaying entities. Avoid them. You're not okay. And ultimately, he's like, what did I just see? So Brendan ends up running into Becca outside of the house. She's coming home. Wait. Well, isn't it like the middle of the night? No, it's like 7 or 8 p.m. It's dark. What? But it's nighttime. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so he ends up running into her outside? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. He's pale as shit. He's trembling. But he tells her what happened. And obviously, this is kind of embarrassing. Like, it's just a weird, it's a hard situation all around. Becca recalls feeling violated, obviously, because the spirit just took on her body and did this thing. But she knows that... You know, what she's been hearing this whole time in the basement, he finally just saw it. So she's like, whatever this thing is, it knows what we sound like. It knows what we look like, what we dress like, and it knows what we would say. Fuck. Like, it can mimic all of their true attributes. Ah. No, I've definitely heard, okay, I've definitely heard of things um, mimicking voices, and I have heard of, <laughs> like, seeing, like, being like, oh, like, I saw, you know, I thought I thought I saw my sister in the living room, and then I looked back, and she wasn't there, and it turns out she was at her friend's, and, like, like so it's like, yes, hearing similar, like, exact replicas of voices I've heard of, seeing people... And, like, mimicking that, I've definitely heard of. I have never, ever heard of what the heck you just described to me. Yeah, this is messed up because I have heard of Doppelganger. But the Alien episode, it sounded like she sounded like, you know, the wife. And it sounded like she looked like the wife. It did, yeah, yeah. And, and, and was able to carry on the conversation. And But and- that is Alien, and I do not think that this is Alien. I don't. I agree. I don't think this is alien. I think this is entity. This is an entity of some sort. So she's like, holy shit, this is insane. This thing is freaking scary. And that's when they started calling this entity the mimic. I, I, yeah, that's a good one. Everything. Exactly. It's horrifying. So later, Becca is in bed with Jared. And this is a few days, maybe a few weeks. It's hard to say. But she's in bed with Jared. And for some reason, she can't stop staring at that brown water spot on her ceiling. Um, And it was kind of like it was like drawing her in. Like she just couldn't stop staring at it. Mm-mm-mm. A face. No. Then appeared. No. To be screaming. No. Pushing its way against the other side of the spot, allowing it to bulge. Clearly showing facial features as fast as it came, it left. Are you telling me, Josie, are you telling me that, like, like that quintessential spooky thing, like, that they do in horror movies where, like, the face comes through the sheet, mm. like, mm-hmm. the impression of a face through a sheet, and you're saying that this, she saw this happen with the whole, and the, I, uh-huh, like, imagine, like, We've all seen a water spot, like water pooling and like in the paint side of a ceiling. And if you yeah. were like just to put your hand on it, you could see your hand pull, pop through. Like not pop through, but like be impressioned through. 
It was mm-hmm. a, it was a phase, and it was it was alarming. Uh, th- I would say so. That sounds alarming. I swear to God, if I saw this, I would. I would have been gone so long ago. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What did she do? Um, I'd be like, um, 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 um. Uh, yeah, that's basically what happened. And so, but she's like, whoa, what the fuck? So, and Jared's right next to her. So she's like, oh my God. And so Jared kind of sees this a little bit too, but not as, as in-depth as her. So Jared gets a, a black light that they somehow magically have. And they go up to the attic to check it out. With a black light? With a black light. Uh, like a little flashlight black light. Who said this was a good idea? Who? Who? No. Jared, what? You see a face come through the ceiling. You're like, ooh, let's go check it out. No. Let's take a gander up there. Uh, they see splatter everywhere with the black light. Just bits of splatter everywhere in the ceiling. Oh, lovely. Everywhere in the lovely. attic. Sorry. Everywhere Great. in the attic. And then they come to this like amorphous puddle spot on the floor in the attic that is right above Becca's room, which is directly where the where the water spot is. And the black oh light God. is showing this like what used to be an amorphous puddle. Of blood? Yeah. The spot, the water spot that she had been looking at um, while she was in bed, she now understands was from someone who died and basically laid in their own blood for a while. Because it's the only way uh. long enough that it would pool down to her ceiling and leave a stain. Oh, yeah, it's blood. That was a blood. Spot. Oh my god! Oh. So Becca's like, huh? What? What happened here? Freaking out. What the hell happened here? And the very next day, she contacts the landlord, rightfully so. And the landlord ends up telling her that there was a young guy who had lived in the house alone previously. He had shot himself in the head in the attic, and it was days before the body was found. Lovely. hmm Great. You could have told us before. You we could have. In. Are they the first people to have lived in that house since that happened? Like, yes. oh. Yeah. Oh. Like, it's just heartbreaking. Um, Okay. So Becca that believes. That doesn't solve the fuck. What the hell's that mimic thing? Like, I know, and this doesn't help. That's not. That's not this guy. That's not. It's this not different. you, clever little thing. Good job. No, that doesn't it's make not, any sense. It's not him. You're right. So Becca believes <gasps> that whatever was tormenting um, them, the, her roommates and herself, was after this guy. And that this poor guy, he didn't have anyone around him. He was alone. He lived in the house alone. And he didn't have anyone to go through this with or validate anything. And it, she thinks that it actually ended up making him crazy. You know, how, how horrible to experience this kind of pain and torment of hearing things and seeing things um, that you don't understand that aren't there without any support. So she thinks that he ended up going crazy and this entity got him. Um, he ended up oh. killing himself. And I, oh. like, how can you? 
Oh, that's so sad. Like, just being alone, like, the difference of being with support versus being alone is, is very impactful. And it all, I feel like it's really important because, I mean, if that, if that is what happened, I mean, even if he had people in his life clearly didn't feel comfortable talking to them about it. And I feel like that's what happens a lot. Like in society still, people aren't, are, are scared of being shamed for things that they've seen or heard or experienced. And, and it's really sad. And I think there's just a lot of stigma around it still. And so I'm hoping that we can, if you, <laughs> I, th- Very I just think there's a lot of stuff that like we wouldn't expect to have to be real and it and, and 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 it is real in a sense and i just think it's naive of us to it's just such a cop out to be like you know no you didn't see anything cuz if you sorry. feel like you no i agree if, trust your gut trust your gut if you feel like you saw something or felt something that was not natural or okay or just messed with your vibe trust that and talk to someone because and and it get a second opinion if the first person you talk to is like fuck you you're crazy talk to more people talk to us email talk to us email us we've watched seriously so, good god we've experienced spooky shit we have been through spooky shit yeah it's it's hard to say but you can't fucking see energy you cannot see energy and that is something that is it's a very hard concept for people. Very hard. Well, yeah, and I feel like you should also trust your senses because trust your gut. Yeah, like maybe you are seeing or hearing or smelling or feeling or, you know, maybe you have abilities that other people don't and and there are a lot of people with abilities that are really freaked out and want nothing to do with the things that exactly. they see or experience. Maybe we just want to yeah. shut that door. And, and, and shame anyone else who brings it up. Very true. And if you build that up or if you just build up not sharing the things that you're going through, like shit gets rough and hard and you're very susceptible to danger. I think in any circumstance, if you are feeling your soul kind of like I think we all feel it. You feel your soul kind of leak out of you when things are getting tough and if you are at a vulnerable point this stuff is very good at you know attaching onto you and you only make it more not we're not victim blaming but like you only make it more able to attack if you close yourself off and that's what these things want so we have to be open to share and if the first person you tell isn't you know isn't giving you the validation that you need, maybe you're crazy. But talk to someone else and email us. <laughs> like, I swear to yes. God. Seriously, it's just um, I I, th- I feel like I've had enough unfortunately instances in in my life and in my career where people have not been honest with me and they've fooled me. So I I have my guard up a little bit. But so so no one no one come emailing us if you're not. You don't really need help because we're gonna. If you if you take the time to reach out to us, then we're we're going to. Good God, we're we're, we're really gonna try to help. Yeah, we're very pure. So don't fuck with that. Don't ruin that. Exactly. Don't you dare. <laughs> but because yeah, we want to. We like genuinely really want to help. And what Josie, what you're talking about about like not talking about it. 
reminds me a lot of what uh, that what Jordan Peterson talks about, and it's like a children's book called "There's No Such Thing as a Dragon." Oh, and it's like where this little yeah, it's a great children's book, and so like this little boy wakes up one morning and there's like this teeny tiny little dragon on his bed, and he's like, "Oh, hey, mom, uh, do you see this dragon?" And she's like, "No, no, there's no dragon. There's no dragon. There's no no." And so the dragon gets a little bigger. And this keeps happening where the dragon will get a little bigger and he'll be like, hey, mom, this dragon's getting pretty big and, and he's kind of starting to, like, take up a lot of space. And the mom's like, nope, 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 there's no such thing as a dragon. And eventually the dragon gets so big by being ignored that it ends up filling up the entire house. And it's, you know, all it wanted to do was be recognized and then mm. it could have stayed small and it could have disappeared. And once the dragon, once she was like, okay, 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 there's a dragon. Then it got small again and it got, you know, was friendly again. And so you just can't, you just, you just like, if there's a dragon, admit it. Can't harbor that stuff. I'll, I will also add on to this because this is some good spooky, I don't know what it is, but it's good. Yeah. If things are are hitting the fan paranormally, we've also gotten advice to, at some point, start to ignore it. Because you have to talk about it. But I think the people that do talk about it and come to a census that, like, this thing is taking over and we cannot give it power, we have to start to ignore. Because it will diminish the power. We are feeding it by giving it what it wants. So you have to diminish the power. So it's like this whole storyline of yeah that's from the uh hanover haunting episodes. yes of like mm-hmm. how to kind of tackle things but first and foremost is to get your support group and if you like fight that is the one thing you have to fight for is for a support group and for people that love you and believe you and will help you that is step number one and then you will figure out the steps from there whether you need to even in natural life even if it's not paranormal get a support group yeah Talk about it. Yeah, seriously. I know it's it's really it's really complicated, and you kind of have to weigh out your options because I think there's a lot of people that live with paranormal activity in their home, but they have made peace with it, and whatever's theirs made peace with them. And I would agree. I'm sure there's yeah. a lot more paranormal things that we don't see because we have just symbiotically aligned or just met, and both things are like okay. Or like, yeah, you know, you're just trying to exist and they're just trying to exist. Unless and... you get a nasty thing. Unless you get you... a bad one. Exactly. And after you. Then we got to yeah, take some fucking action. Like this motherfucker. Like this nasty thing. Beautiful yeah, this one's, this one's very, that was a, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that, that very much. And I think, I think what we're trying to say is because Josie and I are also um, huge advocates of suicide prevention. Yes. And... Yeah. So, you know, if you're going through a really hard time and you feel like you can't tell anyone because no one's going to believe you that something paranormal is happening, you know, run it by us. Run it, run it on by. We're not perfect, yeah. but we'll give no. you our input. We're pretty fun. We're nice. Here, yeah, here is one thing. Good. Uh, my, my Lord, do we have unconditional positive regard for anyone that talks to us, which is <laughs> probably not the best thing. No, it's no, it's it's not. But don't worry, Josie, because you can be the positive side and I'll be the uh, I'll be the cynical side and I'll be like, mm, mm, nay. Think about that. There you go. Yay or nay. 
So, yeah. you know, you got a 50-50 shot asking for help. Listen. We digress. We found out. We found out some bad news. And now we know that someone has uh, someone has killed themselves in the attic, and that is what the brown spot that, that Becca was seeing. And this was after she was talking to the landlord. She was like, what, what happened? This is what the landlord told her. The very next night, after meeting with the landlord... Becca is in the shower, and she's kind of, she's, you know, getting the day off of her. As she gets out of the shower, she's, you know, getting ready to go to bed. And then she opens the door of the shower, and the shower is on the main floor of the house. And when you open the door, you can clearly see the basement door. She opens the door to see this thing on the floor crawling out of the basement door. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, but I'm going to tell you what it looked like. Oh, Josie. Josie, no. Crawling basement. No. What the fuck did it look like? Oh, God. Okay. So it was like a human worm-like thing. Oh, that's enough. Thank you. Um, it's plenty. Had- thank you. Endless okay. tentacles kind of coming out of his face, out of its body. Um, it did have hands and legs, and it was just crawling ever so slowly towards her. No. This faceless, and it didn't have a face. It had, like, a hole for a mouth, but then the whole face is very tentacly and, like, bland and, like, wrinkly skin kind of look. Um, so this faceless creature is slowly crawling toward her. Naturally, she's freaking out. Her heart rate Uh, is through the roof. Remember, she has pots. As soon as she sees this creature, when she opens the door, her heart rate bumps. And she fucking falls to the floor. No! No! She did not faint. She did not faint. But she was like, I have to get this fucking shit under control. She can't move. She has to get her heartbeat under control and her breath under control so she can stand the fuck back up. Oh, my God. And this creature continues to crawl toward her. It's face. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm, It's face, Mm -hmm. which is not a face. Starts taking on some of Becca's features. So she can oh my God, stop. see this face take on part of her face. And then her it starts to take on part of her roommate's face. <gasps> and her boyfriend's face. Oh my God, stop. And it's oh whispering in their voices. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So Becca's trying to gather her breath and lower her heart rate so that she can run or get or do anything. I would just die. I would literally just, like, die right there. I, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're frozen, and you're trying to, and this thing's coming towards you, and you're trying to lower your heart rate? This seems like a very, like, not similar thing, but listen, I like the ocean. Don't get bad on me. But if you're like me, and you don't want a fish to touch you, it's like you're snorkeling, and a fish gets too close, and you're like, ah! <laughs> don't touch me! <laughs> It's not going to touch you, but you think it is. You know it's not, but you still freak the hell out. I think this thing is going to touch you. Yeah, so, uh, but you know, you know, you have that feeling in your tummy now. Maybe you did before. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Great, I had the visuals. Now I have the feelings. Thanks for that. (laughs) 
So it starts whispering in all these faces, and Becca is trying to gather her breath. This thing is like a yardstick away from her. Finally, she gathers her breath. She's able to reach the, the doorknob on the bathroom to open the door, get inside, and she slams the bathroom door. What good is that going to do? I mean, not a lot, but at least it gives you an extra layer. This thing starts banging on the door like three times with like a whole lot of space in between. Like, bang, silence, bang, silence, bang. And all of a sudden, there's one more bang and a pause and the door bursts open. And finally, she sees Jared there to to comfort her. No. Doesn't this seem like a fuck? I will end it here. It is Jared. But Are you like, serious? It is Jared. I swear to God. But when I was no, watching not. this, I it's was like, Jared. it's not Jared. It's not Jared. It's, not Jared. it's Jared. it. It's it. It is Jared. It's a, it's okay. So it's Jared. He, he, he screams through the door. He's like, oh, my God, it's okay. It's okay. I'm here. I'm here. What happened? And so she tells him. And that is just the last. That's the last straw. She's like, this thing is going to get me. This thing is going to get me if I stay here any longer. So they left that night. Oh, good. They left that night and never came back, her and Jared. Oh, good. And the next week, all of her roommates moved out. Because she did tell yeah? them. All of her roommates moved out. Did she, she told them what happened? Uh-huh. Did she know if anything happened to them, or they were just freaked out by what she told them? They were freaked out by what she told them. They all they all said they felt like very like weird pr- like presence, and they like just felt really like hostile and, and uncomfortable in the home. And when Brendan told them their ex- like his experience, they were also like, "No, thank you." Um, I'm assuming Brendan moved out. Right? He moved out. Yeah, he moved out. That, that okay night. after he that. Was, he okay, was done. He was done. Okay, good. So they all moved out, and that thing, whatever it is, they think is still there. Oh, don't say that. Oh, no. A whole bunch of people really? have rented the house, but it has not been for the full contracts. Like, people continuously move out. Oh, Josie. So that is freaky like this thing truly is like some sort of copycat nasty entity and i what i think it is and i i I think i have to put a trigger warning in because this is um possibly as a derogatory term in the native american culture um but i believe that this is a skinwalker oh but I might be, I could be wrong. It could just be a completely different entity of its own kind, just being some sort of copycat. Well, I think you're on the right track. I don't know. That's really, really scary. The fact that something can be tangible and capture what you look like, what you sound like, what you do, how you would talk, how you would feel, but just be this nasty thing. What does it want? It just what 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 did it want with that guy? What like, uh no. Well, I no. mean, based on what we've Wants covered so far, I I feel like it wanted. I just feel like these things will keep your soul ho- held hostage and like feed on your energy. Uh, and I, I, Especially if it's negative. 
Especially nice. like if you died that the way that that guy did, and trapped. It, keep, and it keeps you yeah trapped in that like the worst time of your life essentially. Yeah, like that that stuff's no joke, and you gotta you gotta get out of there. And and they did. Yeah, I'm I'm happy I'm glad. that they did. And I just I feel I. Feel feel for that I feel for that man I really do and I'm I very I question what this thing is because it's 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 something that I've never really encountered before and it really shook me because I like nothing should be able to do that you know like this is yeah that that's otherworldly I don't feel like it's alien I don't think so either I think it's something else and it's very bad and very evil Good, good job. I'm freaked out. Well, and just to, <laughs> just to end on on a good note, um, so they all moved out, and Jared and Becca are now happily married, and oh, they have kids and everything. They, they say it's been like a very wonderfully boring life, which is all they want. And I'm oh, with good. you. That is awesome to hear that they're doing well, and that is the very spooky. Story from the Clifton House in Cleveland, Ohio. Ohio has some shit going on, Josie. No, thank you. Ohio. Ohio, are you okay? Are you okay? Let us know. Come visit. Come visit Colorado. We've got freaky shit too, but ho! So based off of what we just experienced, heard, now I'm very curious and I need listener stories. If you have a story or an experience about someone or a paranormal experience where someone sounded like someone that you knew or you saw a doppelganger or you experienced some kind of similar entity, we would love to hear about it. We would love to hear about it. So please send it to somethingspookish at gmail.com. Yeah, absolutely. And now that it is spooky season, I really encourage you to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook or whatever medium you so prefer. And we are going hard for Halloween, fall season and this October month. So if you want to get really in depth and close on some paranormal spooky encounters, experiences continue to listen as well as check out our all of our social medias you'll see some of our real experiences that we get to do in these next coming months it'll be really cool that's right we're gonna have a spooky time i'm so excited spooky sister spooky time so to wrap up these kind of crazy episodes we've decided to do a cleansing i send you light josie i send you light and we send all of you light and we appreciate you until next week stay spooky. spooky